Welcome to Just Another Day Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. It's Tuesday. Hope everybody's having a good day so far. Um, hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. I think, oh yeah, I put one out before Thanksgiving. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck day it is. I don't know what day. I don't know what I'm doing from one day to the next. I don't know. They all just blend into one. I don't know. I've been working too much, I guess. Got to take some time off. Anyway, um, so the DeSantis and Gavin Newsom debated the other night on, so today's Tuesday. When did they do it? Thursday, I think. I was going to put one, I was going to do, do it. I was going to put one on Friday just to, well, it was fresh in my mind, but by the time it was over, it was kind of late. I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like recording one at fucking 11 o'clock at night and had to get up for work. Anyway, um, so that debate, I thought it was a good debate. I thought DeSantis did a lot better than I thought. I think he got the better of Newsom. He, He definitely won the debate. So the thing with DeSantis, he's not smooth and slick and and polished like Gavin Newsom. All Gavin Newsom did was lie. All he did was they would Sean Hannity would would put the stats up and Gavin Newsom would just lie and say like okay, why did net migration why was there more net mig- net migration out of California? to Florida than there was from Florida to California or hope wherever else. And then he would be like, well, Sean, let me tell you, more people came to California than he's like, governor, governor, the stats are up there. Let me tell you, over the past two years, more people have come to, to California than Florida. We lead in tech. We lead in, in the, the tech industry, the, the green energy, the energy industry, industry, blah, blah, blah. This is, like, he just lies, and he's so confident, he's so slick about it, he's a slippery fuck. It's like, you want to like the guy, because he's so personable, he's like, he's cool, he's fucking slick, he's handsome, he's tall, he's got a good smile, he can talk, he can he can fucking, you know, talk himself out of a friggin', I don't even know what the hell analogy I can make, but the guy, he's slick with it. And that's that sells. Looks sell. That shit sells. That's why DeSantis isn't doing that great in the polls, because he's not slick. He's not like a like a seasoned politician, even though he is. No, no, let, let me rephrase that. He he is in the in the matter of he he comes with facts quick. Uh he, he you know, he comes with the, with the policies, with the with the stats and the facts and and he'll fact check it. He's good with that. But he's very like awkward. Gavin Newsom, he's handsome. He's tall. He's got that nice natural smile. Um, Gav, uh, Ron DeSantis, he's like he he has that weird forced awkward smile, and he's got the voice that doesn't match. When before I even really heard about um, DeSantis, before he really blew up with COVID. I would see him and before, you know, I before I really like heard him talk. Then he heard him talk and it's like his voice, that voice doesn't match the body. He's like, hey, you know, we I was talking to a fella the other day and he, it happened to be Gavin Newsom's father in law. Talking about how he was talking to people that were moving from Cali to Florida. One guy happened to be his Gavin Newsom's father in law. 
But listen, I like this haircut. I really do. I really, really, really do. But that's why he's not doing great in the polls. Do I think this is going to do anything for his polls? Not really. Um, and then it, it, it's it it brings to the question: Why did he even do it? I know they're both like like alpha males. Neither of them wanted to like back down, but on on Governor DeSantis' side, it's like I'm running for president. I'm a distant second. Nikki Haley in some polls, but he's he's like forty five points behind Donald Trump. So I think he's kind of desperate now. Now that it's getting closer, closer to the Iowa caucus and the I mean the Iowa, um, uh, yeah, the caucuses. What, what am I trying to say? The I yeah, the Iowa and in New Hampshire caucuses. They're getting closer and closer. I think they're in. No, I think January, February, January, I think. I don't know. Anyway, they're getting close, closer and closer. Um, I could be wrong. I don't know. Whenever they are, but he's he's at a he's he's at a plateau. He I don't I, I don't think there's really much else he could do. It trumps the Trump's the nominee. Everybody should just drop out, but they won't. You got you, this fucking war hawk, Nikki Haley. In all her, her super packs, the the Koch brothers are uh, putting their support behind her because they they're warmongers too. Um, of course, all the Halliburton and all the weapons contractors like her. Anyway, I'm getting off track. But this debate, Governor DeSantis, he he kind of had to do it, I think, to see if he would move the polls a little bit and. And Gavin Newsom, it's it's like, why did he do it? And then people, you get the whole thing is saying Biden's definitely going to drop out. He's definitely going to drop out. Well, if he's gonna if he's gonna drop out of reelect, if he's gonna not go up for reelection, I mean, he's got to do it soon. I mean, I was saying it a lot too. Like, there's no way he can make it, but I think he'll try. But it's like. He's got to drop out pretty soon. I mean, maybe he's going to wait till the last minute, like maybe next, maybe s spring of 24, like March, April, but that is cutting it close. I think that's why DeSantis is getting his, I mean, uh, Newsom is getting his face out there so much is because maybe they are going to wait like the last possible second. And then Biden will say, well, I'm just not up for it. I've talked to my wife, my family, blah, blah, blah. I just don't have it in me for the betterment of this country. I'm going to bow out. And, but then it's like you're going to cut Kamala Harris. You're going to put Newsom in front of Kamala Harris. I, that, then that's a whole other thing on its own. It's like what are you going to do with her? Is she gonna? Are they gonna? Are they gonna bring pull her aside and say, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do. You could either stay on as his VP, or you can kick rocks." I don't know. They 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 have a lot of maneuvering they're gonna have to do. And then, <clears throat> can Newsom beat Trump? All Trump would have to say is, 
what he's going to do in California, just like Gavin News, I'm just just like DeSantis was saying, what he wants, what he's doing in California, he is going to do to the whole country. Just look at California, look at San Francisco, and imagine that nationwide. He's going to fuck. He he loves taxes. California is the most taxed state in the country. Uh, taxes will just keep going up. It's gonna. I just can't. I just can't see um, Gavin Newsom winning. But I mean, he can. He's he's the he's a, get the presidential look, and people focus more a lot more on that than you do policies. And that's where I think Gavin Newsom. Why do I keep getting the fucking names mixed up? That's where I think DeSantis shined on the debate stage. When Gavin Newsom was just, he would just lie and just lie and say that um, DeSantis wanted to bring it back to the 1950s and regression and tax regressions. You're damn right tax regression. We want fucking less taxes, not a progressive tax. We don't want more taxes. And then he and then he would say, oh, Biden, Bidenomics and Biden, Kamala Harris, they're, Jenna, they're doing great. They're, they're, like he has to say that. Because he has to kiss the feet. He has to be the bootlicker that he is to the Democratic Party. He has to stay loyal to the party. And DeSantis was focused more on his the on his policies and what he did for Florida and you know how he would run the country. I don't think it's as easy as he would maybe think. But I mean, I, I, I can't, I'm not in his mind, but he was focused more on facts and stats and things like that. And Gavin Newsom was just focused on kind of throwing, like kind of like throwing shade on him. Like if you, you know, if you could say that, like, um, uh, like the abortion thing, he, you know, he brought up the abortion about the six week ban and how he wants to take rights away from women and things like that. But that's what the Democrats do because they don't have any real policies to run on that are effective, that help people, that help the country. So they just try to shit on the Republicans. They just try to shit on it, shit on everyone that doesn't agree with them. That's all they can do. Because Biden, I, I don't, let me, I don't know what the hell Bidenomics is. Like, what is Bidenomics? What is he doing? I know he's, they say uh, infrastructure and bridges and jobs and where I don't, things here in Boston have been slowing down uh, for for quite some time. Work is slowing down. I mean, I'm still I'm still working. I'm still busy, but I know a lot of guys that have uh, that are out of work that have been out of work, and it's I don't know. I don't know if this is this biodynamics that's uh, supposed to be this this new great thing, but. I don't know. And then, of course, like you'll see all the Democrats they, um, on CNN, MSNBC or whatever, how great Gavin Newsom was, how good he was, how he, oh, he beat, oh, he Ron DeSantis, he killed Ron DeSantis. It's like, no, he didn't. He did nothing. All he did was lie. Everything, every fucking word that came out of his mouth was a lie. Even, there were even some fucking idiots on Fox News. I forget who it was saying how good Gavin Newsom did, and he, no, he didn't. He lied. All he did was lie. Just because Ron DeSantis isn't like this, this you know, movie style looking 
polished politician. Like, you weren't watching the same debate I did because I think Ron DeSantis absolutely ate his lunch. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> Ron DeSantis can be a little awkward with that that smile, that forced awkward smile and the weird faces he makes sometimes because he's awkward. He's a very awkward dude. But he's a hell of a governor. Like when he's on the big stage, when he's on the big stage in front of a, a lot of people like that, like that, I mean, nobody was in the audience, I don't think, but that was a big stage on Sean Hannity primetime. Millions of people were watching. He just gets awkward and funny and he's good on those small, like intimate um, settings, small press conferences in his element in Florida. Even like when, like I'm watching right now on Laura Ingram, he's on Laura Ingram. He's just like sitting there, just smiling, just cool, just chilling. But when he gets on that big stage and those lights come out, he's, he can't be Donald Trump. Nobody can be a Donald Trump. Only Donald Trump is Donald Trump and no one can compare it to him. No one can be how he is on stage. That's why he's so damn popular, no matter what the Democrats say. And then too, right? So you'll so I've been seeing a lot of these these talking heads on the mainstream media, on this left, on the left wing mainstream medias, on CNN, you know, this that idiot Scarborough, Joe Scarborough and Ari Melber, I think his name is, and that other dude, um, I forget his name. He talks like a Brit, but he's like an Indian dude. Um, I'll remember his name in a second. Um, Mehdi Hassan, Mehdi Hassan, real fucking radical fuck that guy is. I can't stand that arrogant motherfucker. That's what pisses me off more. These people, yeah, they're evil. They're they're fucking vindictive and in just terrible people, but they're so fucking arrogant. They think they're smarter than you. They think we're fucking idiots. That's what really pisses me off about these people. They talk like they're so much better than you. What they say goes. If you don't agree with them, then you're a radical. You're a fucking racist, a fascist, a Nazi. When they're the ones that are the fascists, they're trying to lock up. They are locking up the people over fucking memes in speech and freaking thoughts. Like, like seriously. And you're starting to see a lot of rhetoric now saying, like, we we have to do anything and everything. Like, literally, they're saying we have to do anything we can that Donald Trump cannot be the president again. That's kind of, like, dude, if, if people on, like, Fox News, on Newsmax ever said stuff like that about Joe Biden, like, we got to do anything we can not for him not to run again. Dude, they would be, the fucking FBI would be kicking in Fox News's freaking door right now. This is, that's like, it's like a, it's like a dog whistle to say to people, all right, go take a shot at Trump now. We, listen, Antifa, BLM, all you radical crazy fucks that are sitting at home right now because you don't, other than Palestine, you don't have too many things to riot. So how about this now? How about Trump? How about you go fucking take a shot at Trump now? That's what they're saying. They're not saying it, but that's what they're saying. Because they know that their people are so crazy that 
they'll do they will actually take a shot at Trump. And I honestly I'm it's crazy to say if that did happen, I'm telling you th- that person if God forbid I hope that doesn't happen, that person would just seemingly get away. Oh, we don't know. We can't find them. We don't know where they went. We can't tread. There's no weapon. There's no, we don't know. We, we don't know where they went. We just can't find them. We, we, we're searching everywhere. The FBI is doing their job. Let me tell you, they, they're prepared for this. They know what they're doing. They, that's why they're using these words. You could see them. They all like, they all have the same talking points. They, they don't, they're, they're like the hive mind. It's like, it's like subliminal messaging. You hear the same thing over and over again. It's like you, it's stuck in your brain. That's why they're the same. That's why they're saying shit like this. Like we have to do anything we can. We have to do anything. He's gonna, he's gonna look at his last, look at his last administration. He's gonna start executing people. He's gonna lock people up. Lock people up. You mean like how they're trying to do to him? Execute. Who did he execute? I don't remember seeing him execute anybody. I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong. I don't know. Did he go on the South Lawn and and fucking firing squad? I didn't see anything like that. I don't know. These people are... It's starting to like... As it gets closer and closer, it's like, man, like, they're really... They're really going to try to do anything. Like, I... I don't like they're really gonna try to do anything they can to like they're running out of options. Like, do you get that? They are running out of options because all this bullshit in the courts, it's not really working. It's kind of working against them. So they kind of like, okay, what do we do now? Do we fucking do we JFK him? They can't, it's not like it was in the 60s with JFK and RFK senior I, I don't know I uh I kind of worry about his safety because he is the only one that can clean this shit up um but I don't know we'll see I mean he has these big rallies they let every anybody in um we'll have to see he, I mean hope he's got hope he's got some uh, some good security and I mean, I know he's got Secret Service, but oh, there's only so much people can do. But I don't know. I don't like to put that shit out there. But you know, we just have to be aware of it. We have to just um, be aware of, of the rhetoric and the bullshit that they spew to their to their cult, their drooling imbecile cult. That's that's what these people are. They're imbeciles. They're just these drooling mouth breathers that. I have like a glazed look and then just, uh-huh, uh, yeah, yeah, Trump bad, Nazi, fascist, Hitler, Mussolini. That's why they're calling him. That's why you've seen a lot of this Hitler talk and Mussolini and dictator and execution. And they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And they, um, they're, they're, um, they're demonic. They are freaking demonic. They're evil. They are true evil. So, I don't know. That's that. Uh, I do did want to touch quick on this, uh, George Santos. He was a congressman from New, New York, I think. Was it New York or California or New Jersey? Somewhere. 
he got expelled from Congress. I think this is like, I think this is like the only like the third or fourth time this has ever happened. And every other time that this has happened, the person was convicted of like a felony and like incited like a civil war. I don't know. It was like, this shit hasn't been, it's like, you have to be convicted or like incite like civil war or something just because this guy like fucking lied a whole bunch and you eat. So shame on the Republicans too, because they let the Democrats do this shit. And even this is the whole thing. Republicans voted to fucking expel him. I think a bunch of Republicans voted to expel him. Also, you won't see the Democrats doing this. You get a guy, Bob Menendez, that was fucking taking money from Egypt and all this other shit, taking bribes, proven money. They found half a million dollars in fucking cash and gold in his house. He's still a fucking senator. Even Fetterman was on the view and was like, come on, like, how could you <laughs> how could you expel Santos? And we got a guy, he this is what he was saying. He was like, We got a guy, Bob Menendez, he's gotta be he's gotta get the fuck out of here. This guy, he he was like, he's a senator for Egypt. He's not a senator for the for United States. He's a fucking he's on the Egyptians' payroll. That's where he was getting all his money and gold. When you got fucking Fetterman, the radical progressive, saying basically that George Santos shouldn't have been expelled, and you still got this fucking guy Menendez. I mean, come on. I think that's bullshit that they. Ex- yeah, the guy's a liar, and he might have took some money from campaign or whatever, but, and then you get Jamal Bowman that pulled a fire alarm. You got these, these fucking anti-Semites and the squad. They, they hate white people. They hate the Jews. They hate America. Like what, what is, what is going on? Like what, what are we doing here? But I think a lot of people's eyes are starting to be open. The people are starting to, to see through the bullshit especially with this Israel Palestine all these idiots protesting they're just getting their orders from a small a small minority in the democratic party that's really what it is and that's a whole other thing on its own i'll get into that in my next my next episode maybe about they won't even condemn like the raping of these women it's fucking crazy like these fucking Democrats, they're evil. They are demonic. Like, when I say demonic, I, I, like, I'm being serious. Like, these are demon people. Like, they worship Satan. They worship fucking the devil and demons. That's why you got to stay, got to stay close with God. I'm not a religious person, but I believe we're in, like, a spiritual war with these fucking people because they literally worship satan they worship the devil and i do believe in that stuff i mean i'm not like a uh you know like a holy roller or uh, i don't go to church but i do believe in that stuff and i and i believe if you keep jesus close to you if you keep god close to you then that he will keep he will keep the demons away and these people are demonic and uh, there's also a spiritual war going on in this country against Christian, against Catholic, against the Jews, against, you know, Judaism and, and Catholicism and everything. So we just can't let them win. That's all. We just got to fight back, stand our ground. I know it's, 
it's a long, hard journey, but it's it's worth it in the end to to save our kids, to save this country, to spiritually to save our souls. Um, and I don't really get this 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 spiritual or anything, but you know, I've been thinking a lot about this shit. So that's all. It's just something to think about. Um, appreciate you. F- appreciate you listening, and um, hope uh, this episode reaches everybody safe and healthy and in good health and families good health yeah you know what i'm saying hope everybody's good that's all that's all we need is everybody just enjoy life love your family holiday season i love the holidays it really puts me in a good mood and getting close to the you know to christmas and you know thanks we just had thanksgiving and i really love christmas time it's um yeah it's family time and i my family is very tight-knit and uh it's really uh being around family really puts you in a good mood at least me it does but anyway it's enough of that so i appreciate listening and uh catch you guys uh next episode thanks a lot have a good day thanks a lot bye-bye